Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and it is Food for Thought Friday, and I always love doing this program because I just get so excited as during the week between each program as I'm reading God's Word and uh, through time with Him and prayer, through conversations with other people, through podcasts that I listen to or other radio programs, uh, through things I read on social media, um, the Holy Spirit. It just gets exciting to me how God speaks to me, and yet I know that I know that He wants to speak to you today. Uh, I want to share this quote from Dr. Darius Daniels. If you follow a God who acts unexpectedly, you must become a person that lives with flexibility. If you follow a God who acts unexpectedly, you must become a person that lives with flexibility. You know, this reminds me of one of the first jobs I had. I was a territory sales manager with Hershey Chocolate. And one day I rode with my district manager and you know, we had a plan that put out different places that we were going to go to call on customers. And and all of a sudden, uh, he got a phone call, and there was a problem with uh, one of our biggest customers. And he just said, Greg, we're going to have to change our game plan today. I know we were planning on going uh, to these certain stores, but we're going to have to go the opposite direction and take care of a customer that's out of some product. And uh, we were driving, and he said, you know, Greg, one of the keys to being successful in this job is being flexible. And I thought, you know, that is so powerful. Uh, at that time, as a young man in my 20s, uh, you know, I thought, I just knew that that was wisdom. And fast forward you know, 30 years later, uh, it's still so true. And now that I've grown spiritually, uh, I love that quote that I shared from Dr. Daniels that, if you follow a God who acts unexpectedly, you must become a person that lives with flexibility. We just talked about that over the you know the last couple of weeks with Christmas and Mary and Joseph and how they're engaged and getting ready to get married. And all of a sudden, an angel shows up to both of them. Mary first says, hey, you're going to be the parents of God's son, Jesus. And yet we know that you've maintained sexual purity, but... You're going to be pregnant, and Joseph, you're going to be a dad, and yet it's you know not going to be your child, but you're going to be the uh, kind of the adoptive father of God's one and only son, Jesus. And you know, friends, over two thousand years later, God's still showing up and surprising and doing things, and I get excited about it. You know, we can either get in fear or faith, right? And know that God could just show up. I mean, one phone call, one text, one email. Uh, a check in the mail, an unexpected financial blessing. Um, you know, it's just amazing how God does that. Um, I've just seen him doing it in my life over and over again. And uh, with doing this ministry, Hope is Here, just so blessed that, you know, people who just randomly give. And uh, some of you I've, I've never met personally, and yet I'm so honored and humbled when you entrust us with financial resources to uh, help this ministry uh, be possible and to continue to grow it and reach people and help people and let them know that there's always hope because of Jesus. So I want to encourage you today to live with faith. And not be in fear. Know that God is your protector and your provider. I saw this quote uh, by Jane or Shane Pruitt recently. He said, you know, don't just attend church. Love the church. Serve the church. Give through the church. Invite people to church. Worship Jesus with the church. 
share about the church, participate in the church, enjoy the church, encourage the church, pray for the church, and be the church. Can I get an amen on that? I mean, friends, let's be honest. I mean, I'm a pastor, and yet, you know, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes, and yeah, that's always pray. I just pray for the Holy Spirit to show up and do what only He can do. I'm so thankful, Lord, that you know, in spite of my inadequacies as a pastor, as a communicator of God's word, um, that you know, the church is not a perfect place. And you know, I've heard people say before, you know, Greg, hey, invite them to church, and they're like, you know what? I don't go to church. It's full of hypocrites. And I got this from another pastor many, many years ago, but I just say, you know, you're right. But, uh, hey, guess what? We got room for one more. (laughs) I mean, friends, let's be honest, okay? We all have challenges, and yet that's why Jesus came. None of us are perfect, and we're to love the unlovely. And yet God wants to use his church. The church is his bride. And I love it that, you know, because of Jesus, the local church is the hope of the world. Because of Jesus, not the church itself, but because of Jesus. And we've got to go out and be a light in the darkness out in our communities. And even living here in the Bible Belt in Kentucky, you know, like 40% or less of people go to church at least two times a month. And, you know, that was shocking research when I saw that earlier this year. But friends, we got to keep inviting people and we got to keep honoring God with our lives because we have a lost and dying world that needs to know Jesus. And our lives, you know, that's the first Bible that some people will actually read. Uh, No, obviously you can't read people when you see them, but they're saying, you know, hey, you believe in the Bible? Well, your actions don't necessarily uh, show that. And friends, uh, you know, just know that I know that people uh, are watching and that more is caught than taught. I mean, parents know that with their children. Man, your kids, your grandchildren watching, uh, nieces, nephews, and we just have to be wise and ask God to give us the fruit of the Spirit. You know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. I love this quote by Gene Chizik. Uh, he is the defensive coordinator at the University of North Carolina. He used to be the head coach at University of Auburn. Uh, I believe he may have won a national championship there at their football team. But unfortunately, a couple of years later, like a lot of crazy sports fans, they let him go even just two years after he won a national championship. But he did some work on the SEC Network, was a studio analyst for college football, and a strong person of faith, one of my favorite followers followers. Uh, on Twitter, but he said recently, holding people accountable is not what we do to people, it's what we do for people. Don't get those confused. Holding people accountable is not what we do to people, it's what we do for people. Don't get that confused. And I say that, I know you're like, okay, Greg, it's not a Bible verse, but friends, uh, You know, the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And I think one of the things that sometimes we get guilty of as followers of Jesus that, you know, we we don't honor our word. And I've had to learn with people just to try to be careful about committing to things. 
Uh, I'm a people pleaser. Uh, I'm in recovery. I'm doing better. But uh, I'm trying to be really careful about committing to things. And sometimes I have to say to people, and I've had to learn this from uh, people I've read and mentors in my life that, you know, somebody asked me something, say, you know, let me check my calendar and let me get back with you. And a lot of times just because it's a good opportunity doesn't mean it's uh, God's opportunity. Say it again, just because something sounds like a good opportunity doesn't necessarily mean that it's God's opportunity. And I want to encourage you today um, that maybe do you have somebody in your life that kind of helps keep you accountable? Uh, Those of you who are married, usually your spouse will do that, but for 46% of the population like myself that are either single or divorced or widowed, uh, not in a marriage, uh, you know, sometimes it can be easy uh, to, you know, just, kind of not be accountable things sometimes and i'm thankful i have people in my life that i allow them to be accountable and ask me the tough questions and hard questions and uh one of my good friends uh tom bohannon sometimes will ask me he'll say greg how's your heart and how's your head and i'm thankful for that with tom and greg williams and uh blessed with a couple brothers and uh my mom and a sister i've got great family and i've got couple of great friends and other people that just, you know, I allow to do that because, you know, friends, I need it. We all need it. And that's why Jesus, I think he chose 12 guys to change the world. And when he sent the disciples out, he sent them in pairs. But know that, no, it, you know, accountability is not something about controlling. And I do want to encourage you, if you're helping keep somebody accountable, it's not controlling. and You have to love people where they're at. And there's been people that I've tried to help with accountability and yet after a while, I realized, you know what, even though I was trying to help them, that they really didn't want to get better. They really didn't want to grow. And so I quit quit doing it. And that's the thing. We have to choose whether we want to be accountable. And yet um, at the same time, we got to choose if we're going to help others. If they want it, after a while, we may just be kind of wasting our time. And uh, it's not being a good steward with our time that God gave us because we all get the same amount of time, right? 168 hours in a week and what are you doing with those 168 and that's one of the things i've had to learn uh it's hard a lot of times people want to meet with me and i try my best to do it but sometimes i just have to say hey i'm sorry but could we do a phone call and uh can do a 15 minute phone call and accomplish just as much so as you go in this new year kind of look at your calendar uh, your checkbook as uh, the old saying goes you want to see a person's priorities Uh, Take a look at their checkbook and take a look at their calendar. Where do they spend their money and where do they spend their time? I like this quote by Eric Hoke. He said, Jesus came from a small town, but he wept over a large city. You know, Jesus came and he was born in Bethlehem, but grew up in Nazareth, a small town. And yet uh, he wept over the city of Jerusalem uh, not long before he was arrested and crucified and uh, friends, uh, we need to weep more and over our our cities and towns, and uh, yet more importantly, we need to pray for them, and we need to be a person that's inviting people to church and saying, you know what, hey, I want to help lead at least one person to Christ in 2023. And I really believe, friends, that God will honor that prayer and that request if you will ask him, invite him a part of it. I like this quote by Daniel Fusco. He says, if you believe in Jesus, you should be positive and hope-filled. No negative Nellies in the kingdom of God. (laughs) I love that. If you believe in Jesus, you should be positive and hope-filled. 
No negative Nellies in the kingdom of God. And friends, we all know people like that. We've got people that just, uh, you know, man, they know the Bible. They got lots of information. They've been in numerous Bible studies. Yet, if they're honest, most time, a lot of their conversations critical of other people are negative. And friends, I, I would encourage you to ask somebody in your life that, uh, you know, you have conversation with on a regular basis each week just to say, hey, am I a positive, hope-filled person? Or have I kind of let the enemy kind of get in my mind and my heart and then my words? And it's easy. The enemy's good. He's sneaky. And next thing you know, you can be negative and critical, and you don't even know it. And I know one person said that they uh, got a rubber band and put it around their wrist and asked the Holy Spirit to convict them, not condemn them, but convict them if they said something negative or critical for the Holy Spirit to convict them. And they had to pull that rubber band and, you know, let it snap the wrist, which stung a little bit, but they wanted to break themselves of that habit. I want to close with this quote by Louis Giglio, an outstanding pastor down in Georgia. Know today that you are in God's story. You matter to God, but ultimate meaning won't come from putting the spotlight on you. Your life will have the greatest significance when you choose to make it about the one who welcomes you into his never-ending story. Friends, I'm so thankful to know that God wants to include us in his story. And God, that God in his just wonderful graciousness says, hey, I'm going to let you be the hands and feet of Jesus and do my work while I'm in heaven. So as we get ready to enter this new year in 2023, I want to encourage you today to just ask God to show you where he's working and to join him in that. Happy New Year. Can't wait to spend more time with you. So excited what God's going to do in 2023. I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope Is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today where you can make a safe and secure online donation or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today.